1: So if you're ready to fill in the gaps in your business, decrease overwhelm, and finally get all the answers on your membership that you've been looking for, let's dive in. Welcome,
0: Welcome to, to the, the Memberships, Memberships Mastermind Podcast. Podcast. All right, so let me hop over to Tazim. next question. Hi, everybody. Thank you. It's so funny you guys are talking about what you were talking about thus far is kind of a lead into my question really is, it's two part. One, I have a facebook group that i had set up probably three years ago that i did as a pop-up challenge and i did it like three different times over a period of maybe a little over a year now i have a lot of people in that group of course right now it's completely it's been inactive i haven't really been in the group much what do you suggest i'd love to get not all of those people are in my free group Mm -hmm. how can i invite them to come over other than the obvious, you know, get in there and actually just say that. Mm -hmm. Do you think I should shut that group down? If Mm -hmm. I do another, I was thinking about doing another challenge. Should I keep that group, keep the people that are in there and then invite new people to come to that? Or should I just archive it and start a new group if I do another challenge? Yeah.
1: How many people are in that group?
0: Probably, I haven't looked recently, but I'm thinking between 250 and 300. Okay. Okay. it's not very big, but big enough, right? It's not yeah. just 20 people. Yeah. So I just don't know how to, other than literally messaging each person separately or putting in a post. But I find that because it's been archived technically, it's been dormant for so long, that I don't think anybody's even really ever looking. Even sometimes when you tag people, they just don't see it. So yeah. any suggestions on what I can do with that group... And then the other part is the current group that I have, I have about 1,700 members. They're all estheticians. I get a lot of spammers, like you said. There's tons of people that want to come into the group and they have to answer the question. If they don't give me their email address and I cannot see that they're in my industry, I don't let them in. So -hmm. currently I have about 200 people sitting, waiting for approval, but you know what? If you're not prepared to give me more information about who you are, I'm not going to let you into my group, right? The biggest challenge I have with that group is that I'm not getting as much engagement as I would like. Currently, anytime anybody wants to share anything, other than if they're commenting after I've shared something, that post has to be approved. People can't just post in the group on their own. Mm -hmm. Do you think, See, the reason I haven't done it that way is because there's so much drama and so much negativity or people leeching, as you've already made reference to already, that I kept it as a group where, I'm the one who kind of controls everything. And I am i don't necessarily want to do that, but I also don't want to be monitoring all the drama that could happen. I watch other aesthetic groups where you can just post and it's like, oh my God, it's like more than a full-time job monitoring people. And I don't want to do that, but I also want more engagement. So kind of sitting on the fence about whether I should open it up and say, you know what, let's just open it up. But then like you said, people have come in there, they join the group, they never contribute, but they also want to promote. And I'm like, I'm not going to, I've never even seen you comment on anything I've done. You've been in the group a year and now you want to promote something you're doing. Mm -mm, That doesn't work for me. Right. So what's the best way to do with that so that you can have the engagement, you can encourage conversation. And it's, then it's not just about me because it isn't about me. This group is about them. I give them value every single week. I came in there as a coach and I'm giving free tips. So I'm giving Mm-hmm. But I'd love to get a little bit more engagement. Like every week I've got people joining and then introduce them, you know, ask them to answer a couple of questions. So we can get to know them a bit. Sometimes those questions are fun questions as well. I change it up, but I don't even get people, you know, getting that conversation going. So any tips on that? I'd love anybody's feedback. I know you guys always have <laughs> responses, uh-huh. so I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say, but anybody else? like Yeah. Deal. Well, we'll open up. Does anyone have any feedback or comments about that? Moderating groups and how you do it?
2: Nobody. Okay, it's okay. I got, I got opinions. I know you've
0: got
2: tons. So what I do is I get a lot of engagement with quotes. That, and my industry is mostly women, so I'll put quotes in the group, and that literally gets them talking or ask them where they're from or their favorite part of their job, like those basic questions that I just, like, throw in there every week or every other week. But we do about five quotes a week in the group, and that gets a lot of engagement and then gets people asking questions.
0: See, I've tried quotes. I've tried polls. Polls are probably the strongest engagement that I get. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, sometimes – it's, it's just not. So, I, I don't know. It's like, come on, people, wake up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here for you, right? I want to support you. I'm going to give back. Ask
1: yeah. me a
2: question, but it's like, oh my God, it's like pulling teeth sometimes.
1: Yeah. How about anybody okay. else? It's
2: interesting. So, my free groups, I launched <laughs> last September, and my free group has over 900 women, and my membership is tiny. It only has like 40 women. And, and so, I was hesitant to be too engaging with the free group, except that it's the feeder community it is the lead magnet right for all of it but I find that the most engagement is the everyday questions like take it, we want to know a day in the life take a picture of what you're doing this weekend with a few sentences to describe it then all of a sudden it's like full or like post a picture of your pet tell us its real name and then what are the nicknames you give it and then it's like it's like huge instead of like the content You know, so, so it's like interesting that when I very poorly, when I opened my membership, I was so content focused Mm -hmm. and I forgot about the community and I'm, I've made a a big shift now, except that part of me feels a little insecure that I didn't do it earlier. But anyway, people just want to talk about themselves. That's what I'm just curious. What industry are you in, Emily? Middle-aged women. (laughs) Me, (laughs) I'm a coach. I'm a coach, so my membership is called Redefine. Okay, okay, all right, fair enough. Thank
3: you,
1: Carrie. You had had your hand raised.
3: Hi, everyone. So, I haven't had a group in a couple of years, I, I just got burnt out from it, but it was very successful when I had it. And so, one of the things that I used to love to do, and now I do a lot of pop up groups, so I'm with you, I have probably at least 10 or 15 groups of different challenges I've run over the past three years that like just have like pockets of people. But one thing I would say for your bigger group is I utilize the three questions when you enter the group and I uh, like, you know, the ones you have to answer. I make one of those questions like, you know, tell me the top three things, obviously like that you're struggling with, but tell me like the top three things you would love to hear more about. Mm -hmm. And just so that they could tell me what they want. And one that helps me to figure out what content to put out. But it made it more homey of like, hey, you know, this was a, like, I'll actually reach out with my VA, I'll reach out like, hey, Sarah, thanks so much for, you know, joining the group. I saw your questions about blah, blah, blah. I actually have a video on that. And then we would tag them in it and then follow up with them like a couple days later or you know, that's a really great video. I haven't done one in a while on that, or I haven't done one at all. I'm going to put that in the rotation for this month. And then like, I would just personally tag them, but just to make them feel like, wow, like she's actually making content for me kind of thing. Right. And that like gets them going. And then like, you know, Hey, as you are in the community and you make friends with people, like, Hey, do you know anyone else in the community that might actually need this too? Make sure you tag them and like giving them that accountability and responsibility. So that would be one thing. I love what Emily said about like making it personal. So like. All my clients, no junior who is below me, but like my dog and like, you know, they hear literally, I just was on the phone with a client and we were talking about something with her wedding and Mike was talking to her. So like, just really like making them feel at home. So I like what Emily added. And then as far as the other groups, your challenge groups, that was for your bigger group. Something that I've, I have not converted everyone from the different challenges over the three years. But one thing that I do is like, I keep them open. I don't archive them. And I actually share posts into them. So like over time, like I still share posts. I still put stuff out every time I launch. I literally go in and change the cover photo. And you know, I don't know if it's annoying to them or not, but like I still will have people come in. So like I have a challenge from two thousand nineteen in January I ran, where I think I had like three women come into my membership from it, and one or I think two of them. I know one of them. Two of I think it might be two of the three are still in it today. So. I just still put stuff in there, but not too much, if that makes sense. But I just I just make it a part of my routine to put stuff in there to get them from those challenge groups into the program. That's
1: great. That's great. Thank
3: you. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's really, really good feedback. Thank you. I appreciate that, Kira. Thank you
0: so much.
1: So I'm I'm just gonna give you a couple thoughts and yeah. tips as Thanks. well. And Kira, thank you for that because I, I saw your comment earlier when you came in. You're like, oh it's been there, done that with the groups. <laughs> <laughs> Is when you have a pop-up group and it's, if it's 500 people or under, you can actually invite them in the group itself. You can do an event for the group and you are able to invite 500 people. So you can Sorry, actually
0: event, do an event inside yeah, so the pop-up inside, group. To, yeah,
1: so inside the group itself, you can create an event that right. is specifically will only be seen by the members of the group. They will, once you create that event, they will get a notification. All of them. Okay. No- and so would minutes.
0: I invite them over to my bigger group? Is that what yes. you're suggesting?
1: Yes. Now here's the cool thing. Anytime you change the name of the event or you change the date of the event, they also get a notification. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay.
0: Do I, to, do I have to change the date though before before the date itself? Is that what I heard somewhere before?
1: Change the date or the time of it because it'll just, what it's going to do is going to populate a notification. Hey, these, this event's time just changed. It's going to pop up in the notification. The whole idea is that you have a, what I would consider a dead group, like an inactive group. And it's, even if you start posting today, like three people are going to see it and nobody's going to engage. And it's like being invisible, right? All of us don't want to admit, but we all belong to like 200 groups (laughs) and we don't see all of them. We don't see them, right? Yes. We see the two or three or five that we're active in, but we don't see the 195 ones we're not active in, you know? So it's something like, this is what happens. So so what we had to do is, you know, we had to leverage on the signals that Facebook does allow us and we had to leverage those tools. Right. And one yes. of them is to, is to do that. So what you're going to do is you're going to create an event that says, Hey, join us over in the new group. And then you put the URL to the new group in the event description, you know, oh, so great that idea. invites them over. Now what will happen is whenever in the future you do that again, the people that are not in the group are not going to get the notification because they're gone. Okay. So now beyond that, you can create a fresh post in the group that explains that, you know, like OMG, we just did a Facebook live over in our new group and we talked about this topic and make sure it's a hot topic that everybody in that pop-up group would want the answer to. Okay. Right. And then what you're going to do is you're going to go in the first comment and you're going to, you're going to tag the first 30 people. Now, if you want this, since you have 500 or less, you know, if it was thousands of people in a group, this would definitely like drive you crazy. But if you want to kind of keep up with this, what I would recommend you do is you go over to your members section of your group, you click on members, then since you're an admin, you can make it alphabetical. And then from there, since it's alphabetical, go ahead and you can save that or export that as a PDF. Okay. And now on your screen, what you can do is a split screen in a way. You don't have to have two monitors, just make half of your screen and you're gonna open up for the post that you have going. And the other half of your screen, just resize your PDF that you just created that has all the people alphabetically. So now you have a reference point. So as you're going through, you can tag, you see Amy, you then see Belinda, then you see Cody, and you just go down the list and do about 30 tags. And what it'll do is they will get a notification they will see this notification that they were tagged in the post and a comment. And what do we all do when we get tagged in something, do we, it was we're, my look. we're like, what do no. we get tagged in?
3: What do we yeah. get tagged
1: in? Right? <laughs> so what yeah. you're going to do is you're not going to, don't do this too quickly because then Facebook will think that your Fammy. account was hijacked yes. and you know, or that you're spamming something. But the goal yeah. is, is that you can slowly move over since it's like 300 people, you could do that in like 10 days you could right. slowly move all those people over but give them a reason to move over just to say like hey i'm archiving this group come over to here here's where we're talking now well they haven't been active in this group in a year they don't care mm-hmm. but you know right. what that pop-up was about why they came to you in that pop-up so if you gave them a topic that would be yeah. like the sizzle of the steak like oh my goodness i need to know and you basically you're yeah. telling them the joke but you don't tell them the punchline. then you know what happens right well. You're watching a YouTube video on your phone and something's happening. It's really funny. And you're watching your favorite sitcom or whatever. They're ready to do the punchline. And then somebody calls you. Right. Because I need the end of the joke. I need the punchline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's an open loop. So what you're going to do is you just need to set up the punchline. You know what's going to be desirable because you know what got them in the pop-up group. So right. go, in, go into, your, into your existing group and give them real value. Hey, I want to come on today. I want to do a Facebook live on this particular topic, blah, blah, blah. But really that topic, even though it's valuable for them, that topic is a hot topic for the people that are inside of that pop-up group. They wouldn't want to know, right? Right. So now you So, coverage. so you tell them, I just went live in, the Facebook, in my new Facebook group over here and I just gave my top five tips on blah, blah, blah. And that's the highly desirable thing that they want to know about. That's why they were in the so pop-up group up. to begin with. Mm-hmm. Right. then you tag them in a comment, you tag 30 people in that first comment and they're going to get it and wait a day or two. And what you're going to see is a whole bunch of people's name is grayed out. Those are the people that left the group and went to the other one. Right?
0: Okay. And so my question is, if you invite somebody to a group, they don't have to go through that process of answering those questions. Is that correct? If you invite somebody, I think that's, That's I think that's what's happened before. Like, I've invited somebody and I'm like, oh. Maybe because
1: as an admin, actually, you invited them. You're basically yeah. already saying yes. that you are good okay to go. In, yeah. That they're I, basically. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. So that's when I, I mean, not that I'm worried, but then those people, I don't know them. A lot of them.
1: You didn't invite them. You gave them the link.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Fair they enough. Still no, need but...
1: to, they, they still need to click join. They still need to
0: join. And then. Yeah. Click. Okay. okay.
1: You didn't, you didn't go through your friends list. You didn't yeah. Yeah. So
0: that's the way account. around it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what are your thoughts about whether I should open up the group so that people can actually post whenever they want?
1: It's a double-edged blade.
0: I know. So I've been in, so resistant.
1: If you don't want to live with the daily drama that you know mm-hmm. happens in other groups, or you get somebody that's a really good beacon of light, or a couple people keep an eye on the group for you, mm-hmm.
0: either that or I, I, actually do a Facebook live and say to them, "Look, I'd love to be able to get more engagement, and I know that you know we've had it closed thus far. Is it worth trying? Do you think, or is that, does that look? Does that look? Uh, I,
1: I would. I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't go that direction. Okay. Now, If you, if you yes. do decide to open it up, I would just say like, just open it up. Like what is, again, coming off of like what Noel and, and Kiris was talking about, like what's a topic that's important to them, not to you? Like, right. What's something that they would want to share to brag or to celebrate or a win or whatever? So we, we just always come back to the old school open-ended questions. Mm-hmm. Who, what, where, how, when, why? you know, when you ask open-ended questions, that itself will drive conversation. So it's something just open, open-ended questions that's about them, not about you. Yeah. And, um, and then what I would do is just um, basically prime the engine, you know, with that. And if you decide to open it up, you know, you could, you could go on and do a Facebook Live and not even announce that. Just say, hey, Today I'm doing open post day. I want you to post your favorite image. Like we were talking about a minute ago, like show, if you have a fur animal, if you have a fur baby, if you have, you know, let, let's put our hair down and, and share our fur babies. You know, we got more hair than on our heads in our house. Probably let's see your fur baby Mm -hmm. and go ahead in another post. Just go ahead and post, tell us about your fur baby. So now it's about them Mm
0: -hmm. and it's
1: something that they can talk about. That's not just business all the time. Now, where a lot of people, you know, the reason why they don't post in groups outside of them not seeing it in the algorithm is the naming of the group, you know, just even though they joined it, they don't know where in their space that they should communicate in this group. Because depending on naming structure, is it in the normal conversation in there? Is it something normal? Is this the go-to place to ask my questions? And it might not look and feel like it's the go-to place to ask or engage. And you have to prime the engine. Mm-hmm you know, you have to give initially, you have to show up yourself in a way and then tell them it's okay for them to also share the same thing or ask the same questions.
0: Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: And the event trick works with even that bigger group. You can just, you can only invite 500 people at a time though.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm going to do it. You know,
1: you're going to do a Facebook live on Tuesday at two o'clock. Well, invite the first 500 people on your list. And then notice what name it stopped on. Do you
0: have to tick on each person or can you actually just automatically invite 500?
1: You have to click. By default, it'll, let, it'll, it'll without you having to do that, you can select all of the people that are on your friends list that are also in the group. That's where okay. Facebook will default because it's like, oh, you know these people in your group. So of course you're gonna invite them to your, whatever you're doing in your group. Right. But to get outside awesome. of them, you have to ignore that part.
0: If you enjoyed this podcast, then join us on our free live Zoom calls twice a month. You'll get to ask your membership questions and hang out with awesome membership owner peeps. Just sign up to be notified at membershipsmastermind.com.